0: Hey giant fans welcome to the giant insider podcast. My name is Jerry Foley I'm the senior editor of the giant insider newspaper and with me as always is the beat writer in the heart of Giants nation Chris Bizzignano. Chris before we get started I want to give a thank you to the media captain for sponsoring the podcast The media captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses The owner of the media captain Jason Parks is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence Visit the media for more information. Once again, that's the media Twitter account at the media captain. Buddy, before we get started in talking about camp, um, right. I, I have to bring up you know, you're like a machine gun of tweets at camp. and
1: Sorry about that, Gah.
0: No, no, it's good. You're a dog snuck in Animal, Animal, everybody's excited too for the podcast. So. <laughs> You know, you send out, like, a machine gun's worth of tweets every time you go. But there was one today, buddy, that just trumped the rest of them. Um, (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Six hours ago, you sent the following tweet. Rod Smith fumbles again after a catch. He will absorb preseason snaps and then proceed to get launched. (laughs) So, listen, uh, there's no other beat writer who tweets things like that. That is gold. I mean, I... (laughs) I should just stop right now, shut it down, and post you know, post this podcast. because It doesn't get any better than that, buddy. <laughs>
1: he's he's annoying me from the first moment I've seen him. I don't well, know what it is. It's
0: pretty apparent. <laughs>
1: probably, probably, of course, because the second snap of training can't be fumbled and when it went the other way.
0: Well, you um, said the other day that somebody yelled, go back to Dallas. I'm beginning uh-huh. to think that was you.
1: No, I mean, I can't take credit for that, <laughs> although I like to. But... um. Yeah, just, I just—I don't—I don't quite see it. I, I just don't think he's going to stick. He fumbled again today after a reception. Um, I see some sloppy running. I, I just don't see it. It's just something about him. That's not, of course, he's from Dallas. Came from Dallas, so like that. If the guy could play, he could play. I just, I just think he's like, like I said this uh, this afternoon. You know, you need backs to get, you know, reps, yeah. get snaps in preseason. You know, Saquon's probably only get the ball about three times this whole preseason, and everybody else has got to get reps and everything and uh after that it'll be uh sayonaras take care rod
0: yeah you know speaking of another running back um the giants posted a little while ago uh, the, the the bomb uh from daniel jones to paul perkins and i gotta be honest with you if daniel jones is throwing a bomb down the field i, I don't expect paul perkins to be the one catching it but yeah, holy funny. cow what a throw
1: they showed that on giants.com i didn't even know that Jared. oh they
0: just posted it yeah
1: okay um beautiful throw by jones man who once again Once again, showed beautiful touch on these sideline routes, man.
0: Yeah. Everybody's gushing over him right
1: now, man. And, uh, well, there's a lot lot to be positive about. There's a lot to gush about, you know. Um, But, you know what, he threw that pass today, and I had to do a double take. You know, I I saw 28. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? You know? Yeah. I'm figuring when I first saw the play as a receiver, obviously, you know, that route. And um, I look up and it's Perkins, you know. Uh, So pretty impressive on both ends. This Paul Perkins is, is playing pretty well too, man. He looks pretty good too.
0: Yeah, you know, he, remember, people forget, and, and I, I do too. I mean, he, he was a pretty good back three years ago, right? And it was, it seems right. like a forever, right? 2016. It does seem it kind of yeah. onto the scene, But uh, he was pretty good for them. He was serviceable.
1: Mm hmm. And then your boy McAdoo, you know, made him, you know, declared him the number one back.
0: <laughs> Not my boy McAdoo. Again. In
1: the offseason. Uh, he got hurt, you know, last year. He was out the whole year. And um, he's back this year looking to make the squad, Jerry, man. He's playing pretty good. You know, what you saw today with that route added, um, and that catch by Perkins is exactly uh, what Shermer really likes about him. He yeah. likes his hands. He likes the way he runs routes. Yeah. Um, he he seems to be a quick step up. Uh, uh, excuse me, a quick, a step quicker um, than previous years, the yeah. way he's running, you know. Um, of course, obviously, he has fresh legs. He missed all last year. Don't get me wrong, but he just seems to be a little bit quicker. I think he has a very good chance to make this team.
0: Um, speaking of uh, of people who look a little more spry uh, or younger, mm-hmm. and maybe we said this last year, right. but uh, our thirty eight year old quarterback and I, uh, you know, I gave a shout out to uh, the great Al Leiter, Jersey Boy Springsteen fan who liked our tweet, thanking him for uh, working with Eli. Uh, even um, even the naysayers, and we know who they are, um, who cover this team, are saying his arm looks stronger. It looks better. He's, he's having... If it wasn't for the attention being put on Jones, and you've said Eli's having a better camp, I the story would be, wow, Eli Manning looks really good right now.
1: Yeah, Um, I noticed it about three practices ago. I looked I said, you know, this guy's arm is better. Um, And then it came out yesterday, Jerry, about how he went to the strength and conditioning coach that Al Leiter recommended. You know, uh, he's a baseball guy. He works on velocity, shoulder exercises and all that. Yeah. And it is a noticeable difference in Eli's arm. Um, He's got a little more zip. Now, listen, Eli looked good last camp too. Yeah. And then he played all right during the season. You know, nobody's saying, you know, because you could throw the ball faster and all that in training camp that he's going to have a great year. We're just saying, you know, we're reporting – well, I'm reporting what I see. And and he's looked really good in camp. And it definitely has more – I like to say, you know, zip on the fastball. And I asked Shermer about that today. Um, Have you noticed it? You know, and Shermer's like, well, he he, kind of looked like that last year that he was was going back. And Shermer goes, well, he does, you know, have zip on – Fast. But what Sherman was trying to tell me in his response was he was being very political, about it. way. He didn't want to say his arm didn't good, look good last year. Yeah, right. Because it did look pretty good. Yeah. But at the same time, he was trying to tell me <laughs> that, um, yeah, yeah, he definitely has a little more zip Because he kind of conceded it at the end of the question. He came back to me again. It says, to answer your question, yeah, he does seem to have a little bit more. And then I grabbed Sherman when he walked away after the presser. And you I said, asked him about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and you asked him, when is he cutting Rod Smith? <laughs> uh,
1: no, but yeah, right. Be, that's going to be later <laughs> on in the camp. Yeah, right. but I, I, what happens, I asked him about his son, Kyle, and how he's doing in Kansas City. And I kind of threw it out there again about a hey, coach. You know, the said, Quick, it is noticeable about Eli's arm. And he's like, he just kind of looked at me and goes, yeah, he definitely seems to have improved the arm strength a little bit. You know, so uh, there's no question about it, Jerry, um, that his. Zip is definitely noticeable on the field, and hopefully he is 38 years old now. You know, hopefully he could carry that through the season. Uh, But listen, Jerry, I I put on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, um, there's no competition in this camp.
0: Yeah, you said that. Yeah, that's right. For anyone who thinks there Uh, is, is
1: not. Right. And notice there's been no questions even about that. Yeah. subject you notice that yep nobody's even bringing it up oh is it a competition or who's getting the edge you know it's not even mentioned anymore that's how much Eli has dominated in this camp over Daniel Jones. has look well at times don't get me wrong but it's right now it's not even close it shouldn't even be a subject Eli will be the quarterback in Dallas
0: now Shermer also said about Eli he's getting rid of the ball quicker he's more comfortable in the offense
1: yeah that's, that's more,
0: noticeable oh that's noticeable as well for you
1: yeah, no question oh, nice. about it. Good. Yeah, he seems to be making reads quicker and all that. And he's uh, – um, listen, uh, you know, even a veteran like Eli, it takes time to learn a new offense. You know, uh, he, he talked about that, and he also talked about how he has his offense totally down like everybody else does, like the Fowlers, the Latimers, the Ingrams, you know, Saquon, all of them, you know, uh, Shep. You know, so uh, I expect to see a little faster offense this year.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Man. And we were saying it before, you know, the Tate, in- the Tate injury, the Tate suspension, if it holds up, uh, will hurt them a bit. But this team is built uh, with the offensive line now and a running game. And the receivers are much more interchangeable, uh, I would say, than they were. And like we said, man, uh, Eli loves Benny Fowler. It would not surprise me to see Benny Fowler have a good year uh, with Eli Manning. He's got the tools, the kid. You know, he's a big guy. He's pretty quick. Yep. Uh, seems to have good hands, catches everything. So... Um, would not be a stunner. Someone you can't seem to also stop tweeting about in a good way is uh, CJ Conrad.
1: Yeah, this kid's catching a lot of people's eyes, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he's making a lot of good catches. He makes catches in traffic. Yeah. You know? Um, somebody mentioned on Twitter about he, he resembles Jason Witten. The uh, way he's not really fast, but, you know, gets open. Now, oh I wouldn't if go could, that if far. If he could
0: be one-tenth of Witten, I'd be ecstatic. Right. Right.
1: See, I, I can understand what the person was talking about. Yeah. I um, mean, obviously, we're not going to go there yet. But he's, you know, he's a big guy like that. seems to, you know, he seems to make catches with guys draped on his shoulders. You know, he made a couple of good ones again today. Yeah. Um, I don't know who was more excited, Conrad or Paul Dottino, st- <laughs> standing next to me. when <laughs> when see, because he is vouched for CJ Conrad from day one, Dottino. Yeah. yeah. And every time... Conrad makes a catch the Tino jumps higher in the air than, than Conrad does. Um, he to Paul's credit, he did say, Look out for this kid. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what, he is making his way on his roster, no question about it. And he's making his way up the depth chart, Jerry. The way he's going right now, he's gonna be one of those guys, bud. When you watch him next Thursday, he's gonna be a guy, say, Okay, let me watch this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say, Is he is he? He's, he's not past Simonson yet for the is he or, or... I, I don't believe he's past Simonson yet but he's on his butt man yeah he's on his butt you know and uh, you know Simonson could block a little bit and it looks like so could Conrad you know um, and it looks like Conrad's got better hands so you know his kids caught eye. Sherman's talked about him.
0: Yeah, you watch you his know. highlights at Kentucky, he gets open, mm-hmm. you know. He's uh, Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he's game fast, right? He's one of those guys who probably runs a very slow or slow right. 40 right. at a combine. But when you put him in pads and in the game and he's, you know, running away from people, uh, he looks a lot faster. <clears <clears <throat>
1: so, right, he's, he's one of those kids, Joe, you stand next to him and you see him on the field and you say, okay, you know. And then you look and he's open all the time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or he's making a difficult catch in traffic. You know, he made one over the shoulder today. He made a diving one. Um, he's definitely one of the rookies uh, that has caught a lot of people's eyes, man. Uh, was, those, the, listen, Joe, you know, the first preseason game, yeah. you're going to get the starters for like a what? maybe a one top two series, right?
0: I mean, if, I think if, if they score, that's it.
1: Right. So then you obviously you you'll look for the undrafted free agents, the draft picks, right? And yeah. he's one of those kids that Giant fans should keep an eye on him, you know, uh, and watch. He, he's, he's a, he seems to be a, a talented tight end.
0: If he gives Dallas fans one day any grief at all, that the the way that, and and uh, you know a sliver of what Jason Witten's done to us, I mean, he's then he will be my hero. I mean,
1: just yeah. I would
0: love to have a guy that annoys another team the way Jason Witten has annoyed us. Oh. And I'm I'm talking before announcing. I mean, obviously as his right. play on the field. So,
1: Right at the gate too, we're gonna to see Witten, right? Amazing. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. We'll see if he's, right. uh, you know, if that year off didn't hurt him or not. Um, someone else, uh, Hal Hunter, commented on. uh kevin zeitler is his play noticeable is it a noticeable upgrade from patrick Omame? because we all know man the achilles heel was that right side
1: it's noticeable i mean he just holds his he's a real good pass blocking guy yeah yeah and you see it in practice yeah where Omame would whiff drop his shoulder guy would push him down to the ground right you know, uh, the ball boy would get by him on a pass rush. You know I mean? It was like, well, Zyla is so technically sound on a pass rush. I'm watching him today, and the way his hands and his feet, you know, the way the the way he places his hands on a pass rush, his technique is excellent. You know, and you can see why he was number one rated guard last year. Um, yeah, it's not, Jerry, it's not even close, man. Not even close. And Hal you want to talk about an intense guy? Yeah. Oh my God, Jerry. I mean, even when you talk to him and he's over with us with the media, he looks like he ready to go. Like he could play a snap right there.
0: Yeah.
1: And Hal Hunter mentioned it. He goes, I, would, I actually wish he would dial it down a little bit because I never he goes, he never seen such a focused guy. And and that's what he is, Zyla. He's a very, very intense young man, loves the game of football, man. And he, he's just one of those lifers, Jerry. He lives and Eats and breathes football. Man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think for the first time since uh, I don't know, since Sean O'Hara and Soybert were all there, um, Snee, McKenzie, uh, I'm a, and Deal, I'm excited for the offensive line for the first time in a very long
1: time. Yeah, you should be excited for Remus too, man. No, I know. Remus this, this is healthy. Line, he
0: Will Hernandez another year? Uh, yeah, Will, this should yeah. be a very, very solid to a to more than solid offensive line.
1: Right, and you know, Hal Hunter. Um, as you know, you know he spoke to the media today, and uh, he talked about uh, the pulley jalapeno battle. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, you know, jalapeno is more strength, pulley's more technique, and that'll be decided after the third game." Well, I could say it is right now. I knew you're going with this. Yep, it's decided. It's for jalapeno to lose. Well,
0: you no, said yeah. it last year too, and you were yeah. you were one of the first ones to say it when Brett Jones we thought was going to be the guy, and you're like, "It's going to be jalapeno,"
1: right. Um, and it's going to be Jalapeno this year. I mean, Jalapeno would have to play really bad in these preseason games, and the pulley for pulley to overtake him. You know, so Jalapeno uh, has been with the ones the whole camp. Once in a while, pulley you get you know he'll get with a few snaps the ones, but it's been Jalapeno. Um, so uh, you got to expect him there, uh, opening game too and to win the job at center.
0: <clears throat> so one more guy. Uh, before we get to the questions, because you could tell football's back, Chris. Um, normally we get around, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 questions. Yeah, this this week we got 80 replies to our uh, well. send us your questions. So <laughs> I'm going to have to be selective and, you know, be kind to the people who've never asked before, but also give a nod to the Bens, the Leases, the Dubs, Drivels, and Javier's who've been asking every week. So, uh, you know, if I don't get to your question, guys, it's, it's a matter of just there's too many. But thank you. Keep asking. Um, Ryan Connolly. Lining up with the ones, Goodson was on the side True. today.
1: Um, yeah, Goodson was on the side today. He was a little banged right. up yesterday, with this another game. another
0: guy you've been high on, Connell.
1: Yeah, he, he's looked pretty good, man. Yeah. He's looking. He got a few. He got a few reps with the ones today, and uh, he's been with the twos. Uh, he's almost picked off Daniel Jones twice in his yeah. camp. Once in the OTAs. Um, yeah, he's looked pretty good, man. He, you know, he, he's one of those guys. Not the fastest guy either, but he seems to be in the right place. Yeah, at all times, you know which is very important in football, you know, uh, especially as an inside backer. So um, I think the Giants are onto something with this kid Connolly. He's going to get a long look, man. Um, Tate Davis was with the ones today, you know, um, most of the time. Um, but I think that job is open, Jerry, between Goodson, Davis, and I think even Connolly. You know, we're going to see what he does against the Jets next week, and we're going to see how he plays in the preseason and I'm going to be very interested to see if his ones, Jerry, if his snaps with the ones increases during this camp.
0: You know what? I'm lying. Two more questions real quick and because you reminded me of one. Is Alec Ogletree in danger of getting cut? No. Okay, good. Okay. I didn't know if it was a salary cap thing. Is that what? a question? Yeah, that was one question. I just thought of it. Oh, no. Just because of not. the... The, the fact that they like Tay Davis and Connolly and, and Ogletrees making a lot of money. I just figured I'd throw it out there. Good. I like.
1: Oh, you threw it out there. I thought it was a Twitter no, question. No, no, no. That was mine. No, he's engaging. Okay.
0: The, no. the other thing, <clears throat> um, is Sam Beal falling behind now? Everybody else?
1: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. He's hurt. Um, he came back yesterday. Looked like he came back too soon. He aggravated that hamstring again. Um, I saw him today walking off the, he was off to the side today and he he walked off the field right in front of me and you could tell his legs bother. So have, he has, he has have, fallen. I tell you what, Jerry. Yeah, um, he was even if he was healthy, he was starting to fall behind for this Balancing Kid. Unbelievable, you know? right? Like, yeah. What a, what, I mean, a, what a
0: plethora of riches right now they have at corner. Yeah, uh,
1: and now they're yeah, young,
0: went, but they this there's potential there.
1: Yeah, I mean it went from the BW Webbs to you know Corey Balancing's. You know, uh, the depth on his team now. You know now Bill's falling behind. You know, um, because of the emergence of Corey Balancing. You know. Yeah. Uh, loves doing all different positions. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and DeAndre Baker has looked like the real deal, Jerry.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and Grant Haley. Haley, right?
1: listen, Grant Haley's played well, man, in his camp. Yeah, he's played well, and t- you know, uh, you know, and you, you know, you got to remember, you could throw Mike Thomas in that slot too. Yep. You know, Mike Thomas has played slot. You know, uh, he did it last year a lot. Uh, uh, by the way, speaking of defensive backs, <clears throat> betcha. Pulled out all the cards today. Yeah, right. <laughs> I put it on Twitter. Yep. That's it was on. a good experience for Daniel Jones. Because Betcher started showing dimes, nickels, quarters. He done he started showing everything today to Jones. Uh I thought it was a real good move by Sherman and Betcher on, you know, getting Jones different looks. At the same time, you know, there's just some things you'll see that Betcher's gonna do this year. Why? Because he's got the defensive backs to do it. You know, there was one time that, uh, you know, there was a couple of plays today. He had seven defensive backs on the field. Seven. Yeah. Two down linemen and two linebackers.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it's, I and this
1: mind you, Jerry, this love is love getting Beal,
0: creative like that, man.
1: Right. And mind you, this is what Beal on the
0: sideline. Yeah. You
1: know, so yeah, you but
0: know, it was funny. When they took when they took Baker, you're like, all right, they had him ranked the highest. Then they took love and you're like, Wow, love is a steal in the fourth round. Then they took Ballantin and you're thinking, Well, how many corners do you need? And wow Right, thank you, thank you, Dave, gentleman for for taking so many corners. Jerry, it's, it's gonna be a fun fun group to watch, man.
1: Yeah, uh, it should be, bud. You know, and I, when they drafted the Balancing, my only my questions, my question wasn't why they take it. took another corner because I always believe, like like I've mentioned this before, with you, Jerry, that you, yep. you can never have enough corners. Like in baseball, you could never have enough pitching, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And by the way, Brian Cashman may be buffoon of the week this week. Anyway, guys. <laughs>
1: But, um, you know what? It really wasn't all cash is when you break down each guy. But, um, anyway.
0: No, they, need a, they needed a starter, Chris. Yeah.
1: No, they needed a starter. But if you break down each guy, it really wasn't happening for cash. But, and anyway, it looked like the only one that was going to happen was Ray from Arizona. And, anyway, except for a boatload. You know, mm-hmm. so. But, getting back to, uh, you know, this Corey. The, the only issue I had when I drafted Corey Ballanton was that he was a Division Two. I mean, I right. Is he really talented from a division two? Could he make it up here? And he has proven he could play with the big boys. No yeah, question I, I about it.
0: I thought he was—he had special teams written all over him, and maybe he does. But uh, you'd see the interception in practice. The two of them—he mm-hmm. like he can hang with these guys. So, uh, oh yeah, oh, close yeah. to him, man.
1: Yeah, no question. You um, know, I was very impressed too because Everett w- withers yesterday was talking um about Corey Ballantine about how many times Ballantin was texting him during the off season. Really. About this coverage, what do I do in this coverage? So that shows you a little bit, bud. It right? Shows you the dedication in this kid, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and um, uh, yeah. I mean, I was going to say Francesca destroyed his character uh, day one. So good, good for Corey ballanton
1: Right. Well, I, you know. Well, according to Francesca, he was texting him from Rikers Island, I guess, because he <laughs> right. was a gangbanger. <laughs> right. You know, but right. uh, but unfortunately, not a good
0: look for the Giants. Right.
1: So, uh, you know, but was, the kid is not a gangbanger, and he's a good kid. Nice. Um, and he seems to be. All football, Jerry, you know, and that's the type of guys they have in his locker room now, man.
0: Good stuff. All right. Like I said, 80 responses for questions before we get to them. Uh, the Media Captain sponsoring our podcast, our Twitter questions. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit themediacaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's the Media Captain com. All right, buddy. Absolutely insane today. I will get started, and I've I I've, I've, I pre I looked at these beforehand, which is something I never do. Excuse me, but I have to when when you have um, eighty some hot responses. So thank you again, everybody. All right, Jim Vassell at Jim Vassell TV, the award winning Jim Vassell, the Emmy award winning rather. Hot take: the wide receiver position isn't bad. Benny and Russ Shepard know the playbook and can be serviceable. You also don't need wide receivers to win a Super Bowl. You need what Dave Guttman says: run the ball, rush the passer, stop the run. What are your thoughts? Hashtag Buffoon Crew.
1: Well, you do need a guy to keep the defense. You need, you got to keep the defense honest too. You know what I mean? You can't have defenses stacking against Saquon. Um, so to say, you know, to say, oh, you don't need you know receivers to win a Super Bowl. Oh, I don't know about that.
0: I guess um, his point: you don't need a. Well, you, know, you don't need a Jerry Rice to
1: win the Super Bowl. I guess that's what Jim is saying.
0: Yeah, or right, yeah. like you know, the, the argument is Randy, Wa- Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Odell Beckham, right? The divas, right. you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, Never I, right. You listen. Yeah, you can win without those guys. I mean, New England wins with an Edelman and all that, right? Right. Um, but you know, it's a concern yeah. because you don't have you know, like you basically have uh, two number two receivers with Tate and Shep. Now, yeah. chef's, chef's going to be number one because he's he's on this roster and he's a number one this year. But he's basically a number two, right? Yeah. Uh, so is Golden Tate. So you don't have a true number one receiver on this team. Well,
0: for Eli, um, it's Benny Fowler. <laughs>
1: uh, right. So, and actually, he's been he's been he's had a real good rapport with uh, Cody Latimer too. Yeah, this, nice. this, this training camp. Good. Um, so, not there's other thing. That doesn't mean he can't win.
0: Yeah.
1: But you want to have that receiver to keep that defense honest, you know. Um, where, you know, you could get a guy to stretch the defense a little bit, you know, they don't want these defenses stacking up on Saquon, you know, right. um, where that come now the guy that comes into play with that a lot more who I call the X factor big time is going to be Evan Ingram. Yeah. Uh, he is like a blur out there, man. man. I, you know, I was I was concerned about his hamstring, Jerry. I, there's nothing wrong with his hamstring. Oh I good, saw him run. good. So see him running today and yesterday. It's like he is running like. So Sherman like just a,
0: seems to give guys arbitrary days off here and there,
1: huh? He he lightens the workload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lightens the workload, which I don't necessarily agree with, but that's the way Sherman does it, you know. Um, but Ingram, you know, he he's a guy that's gonna could have a big year. He's gonna be very huge in his office, especially when Tate's out the first four games.
0: Good stuff, buddy. Uh, EJ Junior at Eric J two two eight zero. I love this question. My friends and I are having a debate. What's your favorite non-scoring play in Giants history? The easy answer is the Tyree catch, but other than that, mine is the Ingram third and thirteen. Honorable mention to Roger Craig fumble and LT recovery. Great show, love it. Any idea, Chris, what your favorite non-scoring Giants play of all time is? <laughs>
1: Oh, that that Eric Howard fumble in the '90 championship game is one of them. Yeah. Uh, did Phil Sims the Bobby Johnson
0: in '86? Yeah, year, yeah fourth, third and fourth
1: and seventeen. I'm sorry, fourth and seventeen. Right, that yeah. was another huge one. Um, wow, Jerry. Uh, JPP when he blocked the field goal once, remember against um, Dallas? Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I guess the most famous non-scoring one is going to be uh field goal by uh what's his name of the bills i went wide right yeah
0: <laughs> that's awesome they won the super bowl for us right yeah i'm <laughs> so. my yeah i'm gonna go with uh i like the reason stop in denver oh i know man, they didn't win great. a super bowl that year but that was i mean fourth and a, goal that was a great play bobby yep. humphrey's ear pad went flying i love <laughs> I, I love the any, any you know the sacks and the plays by taylor like the one on Jaworski where he just literally runs through him. Destroys him. Yeah. Destroys Uh, him. Chasing down Reuben Mays behind the line of scrimmage and then firing the gun at him. Uh,
1: There's so many.
0: It's a great question. I mean. Uh,
1: Bobby uh, Lawrence with one shoulder, throwing Bobby Abad to the ground.
0: Three times. Yeah. Uh, Like, God, there's so many. There's just so many. Brandon Jacobs running over Charles Woodson.
1: There's so many. Yep. Yeah.
0: So these questions where we bring back this stuff, man. Thank you very much. Um. Here we go. First time asking a question. Cody Hardy. What was your favorite play from last season? Mine was Barkley's run against Washington. Love the podcast and thank you for the great content. Mine is easy as Barkley's run against the Eagles. (laughs) I thought they were going to win the game.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when he leaped leaped over uh, that guy, right? Well, that
0: was was against the Bears.
1: Oh, was it? I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's no, I'm
0: thinking of the 50-yard or whatever. Didn't place. he have an
1: unbelievable run on, <laughs> on a catch against the Eagles that game they lost? He caught a screen pass, yeah. Yeah, didn't he have, like, he broke, like, 15 oh, this yeah, game
0: like? talking about, Oh, you're talking about the one. I'm talking the Thursday the night game. Oh, no, I'm, right. I'm talking about the yeah. one uh, at the link.
1: We're yeah, I remember.
0: 50 yards, and I thought we were going to win.
1: Right, right. You, and you also saw another play against the Bears. We had an unbelievable right, play, right? Right, Yeah, I, I kind of remember the one against the Eagles. Where, like, he leaped over 19 guys, it seemed like, and... Remember oh, that
0: nine-yard run and he 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 eliminated <laughs> <Right>. forty-seven tackles. <laughs> right, I think that was
1: my favorite, favorite was play last time.
0: year. Oh my god, uh, McConkie's tail at McConkie's tail. Am I crazy for thinking we're a playoff team? The offense is going to be a, is, is going to be solid, and this D is going to surprise people. I I agree on both. The only thing standing in our way is a solid Eagles and Cowboys team. I will ask again: Am I crazy?
1: You're not crazy. No, I mean I don't think they're a playoff team right now. But you're not crazy to think that, you know. I'm very concerned about the receivers' um, position. Um, you know, with Tate out, and you know. Uh, but I, I, listen, I, the defense would have to see right. I mean, I think it's going to be a take a big step forward this year. I really do. But until they go out there and start sacking the quarterback and proving they could get there, it's right now. It's still a concern. Yeah, you know, it's still a little concern.
0: Big Blue VCR, one of the best followers out there at Big Blue VCR. I was at camp on Saturday and was in front of the defense and defensive back. So, Chris, this is for you. By the eye test, the corners look physically bigger than they've been in the past. Longer arms and bulk, which I'm assuming is mm-hmm. a gentleman decree. Does Chris see that as well compared to years past?
1: Uh, not really. DeAndre Baker is really not a big kid. Yeah. Julian Love's not a big kid. Um, Corey Boulton is... Decent size. But Sam is kinda of thin, you know. Um, he's kinda of tall. Yeah. But no, no, I don't really see them as bigger. No, I see him as a little more physical. Like DeAndre Baker's a physical kid. Ballantin's a physical kid. You know? Yep. Uh, but as far as that way, no. No, I don't I don't see that.
0: Tom Lemmy at Tom S U Hey Jerry and Chris, love your work and look forward to every episode. Thanks, man. Aside from anyone named Saquon, who has been the most impressive running back in camp thus far? Do we have a legit number two running back on this roster? So I guess that's between Gallman and Perkins, Chris. I mean, who's been more impressive?
1: Uh, they're both about the uh, – you know what? Yeah. Perkins has taken a step forward, in my opinion, man. He's taken nice. a step ahead of Gallman uh, because of his hands. Yep. You know, uh, I, I believe that. You know, other than that, it's been pretty even – Um the buffoon boy, Rod Smith. Just forget about that. <laughs> you
0: know, um, Every time you say launch him, I, I literally picture him being like grabbed <laughs> to a rocket ship and launched into outer space.
1: <laughs> so, um,
0: and you know, listen, by the listen. way, listen. Only, only the Giants could Rod Smith score, right? Like where you got like that 80 yard screen. Yeah. It was like a little yeah. dump over the middle, over the yeah. and he went 80 yeah. yards.
1: Yeah, and Eli Apples text him congratulations as he's yeah. crossing the goal line. And yeah. it
0: was, uh, who was the linebacker? 91 at the time. Shepherd? Was it there... yes.
1: Kelvin Shepherd, yeah.
0: Yeah. He was chasing him and like yeah he was running in quick seconds. I think that was
1: I think that was the only good game Rod Smith had in his career. Oh,
0: of course. and against the Giants. And against the Giants,
1: right. Gosh. But anyway, uh Coleman and Perkins. Sorry. Um uh, I kinda like Perkins, you know, right now a little bit ahead, but it's basically even nobody's really stepped out and say, okay, he's the he's the number two.
0: Lisa at So Bad Six. And by the way, loves the Eli looks great tweets, just as, you know, she's like, told you, told you, told you. When the Giants won the Super Bowl against Buffalo, when Norwood, she spelled it Norwell, come on, Lisa, you're better than that, was lining up, what were you doing? I was praying on my knees, my friend went straight to the bathroom, LOL. I remember exactly, I love these questions, by the way, the the memory lane questions. Personally, I was at a friend's house, uh, they had a Super Bowl party, and I was... I was genuflecting, and I was almost crying because I thought he was going to make it. Now, the night before, I had gone to my first dance with my now wife, then girlfriend. This was junior year of high school. So, it was a great weekend all around. <laughs> but that play, I was on my one knee, literally in tears because I was sure they were going to lose the game.
1: Yeah, so was I. I wasn't in tears like that, but I thought they were going to well, lose the game. because you're a man. <laughs> I thought they were going to lose the game. I, I just I, – I, honestly, I didn't even look. I just had my head down. Right. And I kind of peeked up, and I heard the roar. Uh, you know, and I sort of – who's that defensive back who right? had his hands raised? Uh,
0: oh, Everson Walls, baby.
1: Yeah, Everson Walls. And I saw Everson Wall and I and that was there. But I couldn't even really look. I thought Norman was going to make it for sure.
0: Tyler at Tyrosaur, Oh, I love this question. Would you rather the Giants make the playoffs and have the Eagles win the Super Bowl or go Owen sixteen <laughs> and the Eagles not win Cut. the Super Bowl. Uh, it's easy for me. <laughs> I'd rather go 0-16 and the Eagles not win the Super Bowl. Sixteen. I could live with it. Felt <laughs> like it hasn't been done before. So. Uh, Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson three has kept his name. Do you see Jones coming in a game, say week one and running the RPO or some type of Wildcat? Kind of like what Taysom Hill did yesterday. Chris, I thought of that, too. What what do you think there? Could you see that happening? Chris, we lose you? I think we lost Chris.
1: Yeah, you there? I lost you,
0: yeah. All right. So, did you hear my question or no?
1: Yeah, I think I'm out of the Giants goal in
0: sixteen. (laughs) <laughs> no, so I'm on to the next one That's so funny okay. I did the same thing That's so great <laughs> Yeah, I said 0-16 oh, too Because, um, uh, yeah, it's been done before, right? Who the hell cares? Who cares? <laughs> I, I don't care So anyway, Kyle Johnson At Kyle Johnson 3 Who's been smart enough to keep his better Twitter name Do you see Jones coming in the game Say week one and running an RPO Or some type of Wildcat Kind of, kind of like what Taysom Hill did yesterday Now, I brought this up to somebody I want to hear your opinion could you see him doing that? Could you see that Shummer doing that with Jones? No. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I don't. Okay.
1: I could be wrong. I'm just no, I don't, No, that's no.
0: funny. I was all excited for it and you're like, yeah, no, it's not gonna happen.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it might, but I just don't think no, he is gonna do that. No.
0: All right. Oh, uh, you
1: think he's gonna do it?
0: No, I I could see it happening. It wouldn't, okay. It wouldn't stun Okay. Yeah, me. fair enough. All right. In Gettleman We Trust. For Chris, oh, this is a good one. This this is gonna, this is like the 2004 Red Sox versus the '86 Giants type of question. You can only pick one game to finish watching, Chris. Sox versus Yankees, bottom of the ninth, with bases loaded. The Sox are up to bat. Winner goes onto the playoffs. Or Giants versus Eagles, two minutes left. Eli's driving balls on the fifty. Giants win. They win the East. Which game are you picking? <laughs>
1: Say it again, Jerry, because you broke up again. I'm sorry. Say it
0: again. So, you can only pick one game to finish watching. The Sox versus the Yankees, bottom of the ninth with bases loaded. Sox are up to bat. Winner goes to the playoffs. Or, Giants versus Eagles, two minutes left. Eli's driving, balls on the 50. If the Giants win, they win the East. Which game are you watching? Which game am I watching?
1: If you can only pick one. Uh... Probably the Giants. Nice.
0: Good answer. All right, buddy. Yeah. Agent X at Agent X6021. Personally, what are your most unpopular opinions each of you hold about the New York Giants and the state of the NFL in general that you tend to avoid bringing up in day to day conversation, knowing the reactions they'll most likely create? I think yours, Chris, I don't want to speak for you, but I would imagine it's Roger Goodell's treatment of saying they care about the players when they want to make 18 games, but. That I would think that's one of them.
1: But. Yeah, it's one of them. Yep. I'm just so sick of his hit. You know, he's worried about the play safety crap. Yeah, it's, it's
0: a hypocritical. And I yep. I didn't mean to speak for you, but you've brought it up so much. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Like, all right, you care about the players. And then you have a guy like, uh, you know, you have guys doing who are, should be suspended for PEDs. <laughs> and we said it, man. Golden Tate made a mistake. Probably should have asked the doctor. But came clean. And if you're gonna give him four games, then this is the hypocrisy that is Roger Goodell. That's, yep. that's what's annoying.
1: Yep, yep. And I don't like the whole Thursday night game crap. I really don't. I yeah, don't like right. them. I don't like them playing on three days rest. Yeah, and okay,
0: I'm okay so. with Thursday nights here and there, but every Thursday,
1: it's uh, yeah. Fierce. I don't like it. Uh, to me, Jerry, if it was one Thursday a year Thanksgiving, I'd be happy.
0: Yeah, right, right. What? Sunday, it's made for Sunday, man. Um, Giants Carb Crush. Hey, Jerry and Chris, do you guys think it's a definite, the Giants, uh, this is is your this is, this has you written all over it, buddy. <laughs> do you think it's a definite Giants opponents in the beginning of the season will play a single high safety and bring it in the box to stop the run until the Giants can prove they open up the passing game, especially without Tate? Giants' carb crush, I think you know the answer to that question, but Chris, take it.
1: Yeah, I think we talked about that before. I fully expect Marinelli to do it, and I fully expect Sean McDermott to do it in week two. Yeah. Giants are going to have to prove they, could, you know, they could beach in the air a little <clears> bit. So, <clears throat> why would, wouldn't you, Jerry, fuel coordinator? I'd be like, okay, it's oh, not even a question. Yeah, they got Shep. Uh, Angle, all right, Saquon. Uh, let's worry about Saquon. We're not going to let Saquon beat us, right? Let's see if Manny could beat us. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Mark Bonjovi.
1: Related to John? I don't know.
0: Spelled Jovi, which is the way John spells
1: it. This might be John's burner account.
0: <laughs> John, John Bonjovi's burner account. Mark Bonjovi. Chris. How does the current state of a pass rush fare against your expectations before training camp? Oh, that's a good one. How do they look now compared to what you thought they'd look like? I, I can't,
1: Jeremy, I can't really answer that until they start playing an opponent. Okay, I really can't, man. You know, I would say actually yeah, a well, lot I of say potential hope, there.
0: I hope, yeah, you, you, you're seeing more potential with Jimenez
1: and uh. Yeah, out. I think you're gonna really like this uh, X Man kid, man. Yeah, you know. But, I, you know what, Jerry, today they started doing – I mean, I, listen, I've been raving about Lorenzo Carter, right? Yep. I, you know, I think he's going to have a real big year. I think he's going to double his sack production from a year ago. But let's see. You know, until they start, you know, until you start playing at other teams, you know, we're not going to know, man.
0: Good question from our um, – I guess our mentor, Bob Sagendorf at Babalu54.
1: Oh, Bob sent in a question, Indeed. huh? He
0: did. Look at this. We got a couple of- – Semi-famous people. One pretty famous. I'll read it in a bit. Year two of the Shermer coaching staff and their systems. What thus far has been notable differences from last year? Good question.
1: How fast are the is playing? Nice. That's great
0: to hear too, man. That's a great question and an even better answer.
1: <laughs> well, Sagandorf has a great football mind, man. He knows what's yeah, up. Sagendorf,
0: so. for those of you who don't know, had a lot to do with ESPN in the 80s. Especially uh, the radio aspect of it. So he's been listening to our podcast since day one and giving us tremendous words of encouragement. So And wisdom. <laughs> a ton of wisdom. So, yep. Yeah, it was funny. That's uh, We reached out to us. Frank Sciato at Frank Sciato. For both of you, great stuff this week. Who's the guy that's come out of nowhere to threaten other spots on the roster and really contribute a la Victor Cruz, who was in jeopardy that you predicted would make it? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Hashtag Not a relative of Chris's. So who's come out of no? Well, who's come out of nowhere to threaten a spot, and then Mm. who's in jeopardy that you predicted would make it? So no Rod Smith here.
1: Uh, I think CJ Conrad's threatening a spot. Yep. Uh, You know he's kind of come out of nowhere. He's an undrafted free agent. Yeah. And I think Corey Ballantin has been way better than expected. Right. Um, I don't know. He's gonna. No. He's not gonna take a spot but he's gonna you know he's threatening to be on the 53 you know and all that so um but anyway, definitely CJ Conrad he you know he's threatening to move up the the depth chart
0: anybody in Jeopardy that you thought would make it
1: um
0: I mean I guess the easy one is BJ Goodson
1: uh yeah I'm not let me you know what Jerry if I had to go with somebody, it probably would be Goodson, man. Yeah. It probably would be. And I don't think he's in jeopardy yet. Right. Unless Connolly, Jerry, has a monster. Yeah. Plays really well in his preseason games. And, you know, of course, you're going to need a roster spot for these defensive backs, man. You
0: know, it stinks. I mean, even if Goodson's injured, shouldn't it be Kareem Martin?
1: Yeah, but it won't be. I know. Yeah. Oh, God. He's another guy I would have launched last year, but no, it won't be. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: JS at JS Stressless. Hey, guys. How long have you been working together? Chris, can you tell us a little bit about your first New York J- NYG training camp you ever reported? We've been working together for a little over two years. I've told that story before. Oh, three years. Three years. Yeah, right. Um, last year was full-time, though, I would say. Uh,
1: yeah. Right,
0: right, Um, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about your first NYG training camp you ever reported on? Same as now, but throwing tweets out there. Yeah. It was a tweeting machine since <laughs> day one, Jay. Uh, Adriana Tatchler, and I am hope I'm not butchering her name. She tweets at us a lot, actually. Or she likes a lot of our tweets. As training camp goes on, what rookies are you most excited to watch this season? Oh, man, there's a ton of them.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch the long but There's a ton of them. Yeah. The draft class?
0: The, the entire draft class.
1: It's basically the entire, uh, except yeah, I'm not really excited to see Chris Slayton. Yeah. But, I mean, from six pick down, <laughs> I really am, you know? I really am. From balancing down, I'm very excited to watch these kids, man. Has the uh, the kid
0: Slayton from Syracuse getting a part of time, too?
1: Yeah, he's with the threes and stuff, you know, a little bit with the twos. Like he's, I guess, like I just said, I can't, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm really excited to see Chris Slade. No, oh, yeah, no. I'm not, no. not going to lie to you there and say I'm really excited, but from Corey Balancing down, <laughs> I am, you know, I really am. They've shown something, these kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dexter Lawrence, How can you the ex, yeah. X-Man, DeAndre Baker's, the, uh, you know, the Julian Loves. The Golden Domer himself, buddy. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, a fourth-round pick, I'm excited. I mean, Darius Slayton, that would be too, but he just hasn't been out there, you know. But I'm excited when he gets healthy. Yeah, hopefully,
0: um, I mean. Jerry, way- I
1: don't remember the last time. Excuse me, Jerry. I don't remember the last time I was excited about a sixth round pick. I was going to say. As I am a Corby Balancer. I mean, I'm
0: a, I'm a Bradshaw uh, round seven. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and to, I, That's the that's the latest draft pick and most recent I can think of that I was that excited about, right? Uh, like uh, you
1: know. and, and, and I remember Joe Were we really excited About him in training Camp and stuff Or did he like Come on during the season
0: He was good In training camp He was competing he Against was, Ryan Grant okay. Um, okay. Another Golden Domer yes. Who ended up Going to the Packers I believe mm-hmm. And I remember My dad being The Notre Dame fan That he was Saying they should Keep Grant And I'm right. like that like, And Bradshaw Looks a little faster Looks better uh, But yeah I mean we didn't know What he was going to become No Until right. he went nuts In the Buffalo game Right uh, Sector Bob at Lord's, <laughs> Lord Sector Bob. That's a weird name. I've read so much hullabaloo about how much the X Man has been beating Solder. Is this true? What do you attribute to? Uh, should we be concerned about the left side of the line? So, Chris, is he beating him? And are you nah, concerned?
1: I, I don't see that. Yeah. You know, he's sometimes he's gained a little bit of an advantage, but no, it's not like he's beat him up, beat you know, beat him every time. No, no, he he's actually given. I don't know what I don't know where you read that from, uh, but anyway, I, I don't. He's actually given Chad Wheeler fits. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Wheeler's actually held him a few times. Yeah. Where it would be a holding call in a game, outside the pads? He's grabbing one time. He threw him down to the ground. If they're grabbing him outside the pads, that's a guaranteed flag. You know. Yep. So uh, the the X Men is giving Chad Wheeler uh, problems at times.
0: <laughs> this guy's name is Abe. Is cutting this beard off soon. <laughs> Is there a ch- realistic chance Victor Cruz gets signed? Absolutely not. Uh, Javier Burgos. I know Slayton has a hamstring, but what is his latest status? Is he on the field doing individual drills or no? Nope. Oh, that's bad.
1: He's on the side.
0: God, that's yeah. You know, you just want, you want to see him. You want <clears> to
1: see him get back. I over. did. I did tell you, Jerry, to beginning of camp that you're not going to see him for weeks.
0: Jones and for Eli, appreciate the question. Gonna stay away from it. Uh, let's see. Trying to pick better ones. All right, Johnny Pericelli checking in for the first time in a while. With the current state of the team, who do you see as the most impactful player this season that is a rookie and also a non rookie? So, both rookie and non rookie most impactful. I mean, Saquon's easy. For non-rookie, but as far Man, as rookie... For rookie
1: I, uh, Lawrence and Baker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, can I please get a rant about Baker's most recent comments that he's not afraid to call out his receivers? Hashtag buffoon crew. I guess Baker <laughs> Mayfield made that comment. Yeah, dude, I agree with you. That's kind of a no-brainer, right? Like Dexter Lawrence and, and DeAndre Baker are going to be starters.
1: Oh, so. wow, question. Lawrence has been with the ones from the first day on. Yep.
0: <clears throat> Two more buddy uh one from Vito from the Sopranos
1: Joey yeah
0: Joey chimes in that is awesome uh I sent this to my father-in-law I'm like check it out Vito from the Sopranos asked us a Twitter question (laughs) is Jake Carlock the heir apparent to Zach Diossi at Long Snapper and he met him the other night he was tweeting about it I was gonna say why is he asking that (laughs) that's an obscure (laughs) question he's a fan if he's asking about the backup Long Snapper he's asking about Jake Carlock I think um, he met him the other night. They were having drinks together somewhere. Oh, okay. That's why he's asking him. <laughs> that's, awesome gonna, that's
1: why he's asking about that. I was like, what the hell is he asking that for? <laughs> of all the questions about the, in his training camp, he's asking about that. Um, is he apparent to Zach? I don't know. He's, I don't think he's making a squad. I don't think he's making a team.
0: Yeah, he's not going like to <laughs> He's not making
1: a fit. He's not making it. I mean, let's see if he makes a practice squad.
0: I'll, I'll be surprised if he makes that. Um, uh, Vito, Joe, uh, I'll 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 play along. I think he's going to make the team and be around here for a long time, buddy. I, I have no idea. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, one more. <clears throat> oh, this is a good one. Thomas Martilla and Thomas. You have to reply to the. Please ask your Twitter ask your Twitter questions. You have to reply to that one usually, but I'm going to go with this one because it's a good one. Young kid, Giants fan here in my earliest memories are of the Cary Collins, Straham, Armstead Giants. On your next episode, which is this one, could you talk about how great those teams in the 80s were, specifically defense? Lawrence Taylor, Carson Banks, Marshall Martin. Thanks. So, Chris, he wants us to impart some wisdom as to how great those teams were. Um,
1: I'll let you go first. Well, uh, I'll tell you how great they were. Uh, Lawrence Taylor is, without question, the best, def- the greatest defensive player to play this game, okay? Yeah. And in the Super Bowl run in '86, he wasn't even the best defensive player on the field. Nope. I'm not gonna plug my boy Banks because I give he him a big was, enough though. head. No. Every he... time I talk, every time I talk to Banks about that, I give him a big enough head. But that just goes to show you how how dominant that defense was. That Lawrence Taylor was not even the best player on the field.
0: Harry Carson made what nine straight. Um... Nine straight Pro Bowls, I think, mm-hmm. or, or it was a record at the time. Mm-hmm. Thomas, if you want, go to YouTube and look up, you know, there's a bunch of them until they take them, they take them down now and then because the NFL is no fun. But they'll put up um, yearbooks of the team, which is like a half hour special. And I was watching the 87 one because I don't think I ever watched it as a kid because it was a bad year. But they actually said in that one many people believe that, that the Giants have the two best linebackers in football and one may actually be better than Lawrence Taylor. Now, that's a little blasphemous because it's Lawrence Taylor. But mm. people forget how dominating Banks was for two or three years. I would yeah. say 86 to 88, he was absolutely incredible. And that was Lawrence Taylor's MVP season. Lawrence Taylor's MVP in 86 was, was insane. It
1: was insane. But Banks
0: yep. was so good. Here's how good they were in the 80s, dude. Ready? Elvis Patterson and Herb Welsh were in the secondary and it didn't matter.
1: It didn't matter. Yep. The
0: other seat. I mean, you know, Terry Canard got hurt, but the other one was Kenny Hill from Yale. Well, you remember,
1: you remember Elvis's uh, Elvis's nickname? Yeah. I mean, the the cornerback's name. It was was Toast.
0: toast. (laughs) That's how good the defense was. It literally didn't matter that they put a guy named Toast at cornerback.
1: Guys, listen, Harry Carson was a great linebacker.
0: And Leonard Marshall should be in the ring of honor. We've talked about right.
1: it. I mean, Len- I mean, Lenny Marshall. Oh, Harry Carson was a great linebacker. So at one time, you had Carson, Taylor, and Banks on the field.
0: <laughs> and, and real quick, wow. the, the rookies in 86 were Eric Howard, um, yeah. Mark, Mark Collins, time. and Pepper Johnson
1: man pepper was a real good linebacker himself
0: yeah they went from harry so. carson to pepper johnson you could do a lot worse.
1: exactly yeah exactly and so. my
0: and my favorite non-scoring play of all time was made by gary reasons who's like the ninth best player on and, and
1: gary reasons was an excellent linebacker <laughs> they're all good, yep right yep yep
0: so there you have it uh anything else pal
1: no that's it bud we're done dropping a late one tonight
0: so this will be out for your commutes tomorrow guys so uh yeah that's it pal uh, so if you want to order a copy of the Giant Insider, or a subscription rather, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. For a digital subscription, go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, uh, or download the app at the App Store, the Giant Insider app. Uh, can't believe football is played tonight. This is like the last, This is the, the, from now until February, there's football every week in some capacity, whether it's Thursday, Saturday, yep. Sunday, whatever. But most importantly, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.